Thanks for listening to this Word in Your Ear podcast. If you'd like to get early access to all our productions ad-free, priority booking for our live events, and to take part in our weekly quiz, go to patreon.com slash wordinyourear for more details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The Word is a proud media partner of Latitude Festival 2012. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to www.latitudefestival.co.uk. You're listening to a podcast from The Word. Unless I'm imagining, I get in every morning, and Fraser looks, dif- he looks different to me. How does that work? Well, because Fraser grew his hair and beard he kind of went kind of unkempt for a while and now brian as far as wilson, i can went, see brian wilson mad years brian okay he's mad years think so, brian wilson in a dressing gown being conducted yeah. down to the shore by belushi and uh, Ackroyd. yeah that's that's, 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 that's that's you've nailed it fraser goes home and he needs far as i probably sits in his underpants with his feet in a, in a, a sand tray <laughs> gibbering anyway now what i think happens fraser correct me if i'm wrong because i'm being observant here uh, is every day you seem to come in with your beard and hair very slightly modified? Is it well, the hair bad? remains the same. Okay. As uh, Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin once, once recorded. But the, uh, the beard is being trimmed slightly every day to affect some uh, new personality. So, t- okay, well, it's working, because today you look like a cross between a Confederate general, uh, a, probably a grunge-based guitarist, and also, weirdly, a kind of German... I, actually, I see you rather like one of those people, those festivals you go to every year where people appear to fill up a sousaphone with 9% beer and then drink it. <laughs> and and uh, Is that right? I'm, I'm kind of thinking 70s German football fan. I'm, I'm off to see FC Hamburg. Keegan's Good. playing. And I've got one of those pat- uh, denim jackets with loads of patches on the back. That's it's the working. look I'm going for. We must make sure we get a picture. Yesterday was uh, Scandinavian heavy metal. It was. It was. But now, obviously, you've now got to let it grow again in order yeah. to be able to get well, back What I to thought of doing was, was uh, trimming the, the moustache so it's a little hit the moustache, but slightly off to one side. <laughs> <laughs> and then and behaving like it was completely normal. <laughs> Are you doing all this? Never trusted Hitler, would you? If he had his moustaches, we can't even get that moustache organised. Are we ever going to invade? No, I know. Isn't it a bit bit dangerous for you to be playing with your appearance just prior to embarking on one of your famous world tours where you have to turn up at embassies and get visas? Perhaps. I know when I I get there, I guess. Right. So where are you going, Fraser? 
uh, Thailand, Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia, and then a week in Myanmar or Burma, as they used to call Try it. going into one of those, uh, you know, embassies with a knobsided head. Just see how long they retain <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't thought this through, have I? No. What's the main point of this holiday, Fraser? Just to, to... Well, it's apparently to add another dictatorship to the list of... Uh, growing dictatorships I've been to. You'd be you're the axis of evil tours. You've, yeah. you've, you've I've done, done North Korea a few times and Syria and Iran. So. Oh, you've been to Syria? Yeah. Oh, wow. Turk- 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 that, do you know, I never realised that. So you're ticking off dictatorships? Oh, yes. Have you? Does it count as a dictatorship, the early Cuba, the mid-period Cuba? Have you been there or not? Well, it still is, isn't it? Still is. Still what is. are you talking about? Yes. I haven't been to Cuba, no, but it's, it's a dictatorship, yeah. It is amazing to think, I was only saying to somebody the other day, that Fidel Castro is still there. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was, looking at, I was looking at an amazing picture today in the New Yorker of John F. Kennedy taking on the day he was killed, leaving the hotel early in the morning. It's an extraordinary picture. I've never seen it before. But that looks like a completely gone, vanished period of history. Absolutely. And when you consider that Fidel Castro was Kennedy's great still going. adversary. Mm. Absolutely. He's still going. Still going on. It's just absolutely... 50 years later. I went to Cuba about uh, four years ago. Uh, we landed to refuel in a small aircraft headed for the Cayman Islands on, I'm afraid, a diving trip, which I was writing about for a diving magazine. And uh, nobody else was terribly interested, but I wasn't allowed to get off the plane or to the airport, but we, we, they opened the doors. I think really especially for me, and I stood in the doorway and looked at it for about 35 minutes, feeling the heat beating up off the tarmac, and you flew, if we flown over the whole island. It was so exciting. And the only impression you ever get when you read about it is that, is that it's just full of these old uh, 1940s and 50s vehicles yeah. that are still being patched together, as all islanders do. You have to patch together what you've got, and you've got to make do, and you've got to mend. And these great jalopies and Studebakers. About Studebakers. Because now, of course, finish up in fabulous fashion shoots. Sure. This is it. You, know, uh, it's you, you, you spend 40 case. years being really utterly cool. old-fashioned <laughs> and suddenly one morning you wake up and the <laughs> street is full of art directors. That's going, oh, my God, <laughs> darling. enormous glasses. This That's right. So it's too bright, too bright. <laughs> stay focused, stay positive. So anyway, can I read you my favourite post of the week on the Word website? Yes, of course. Uh, this is uh, posted by Prestonia, and I think it's worth reading this in yeah. full because it calls it the great enemy mis-selling scandal of the 1990s. And he says, thanks to the work of a subcommittee of the Leveson Inquiry, draft legislation now exists that may allow hapless readers of the NME during the 90s to reclaim money spent on records they were falsely led to believe were good. <laughs> in a test case... Bring It On by Gomez, released in 1998 at the peak of the alleged activities, was cited as a key example. The record, having received a strikingly disproportionate amount of attention and acclaim, in spite of its elusive appeal. Should the bill become law, owners of this or similar recordings will become eligible to claim compensation capped at £13.99. Brilliant. The average price of a new CD at the time. A source close to Lord Justice Leveson pointed out that Gomez themselves would not be held to account. Four stoners cooped up together in a house-share situation will always, given time and enough weed, begin to make music. (laughs) 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 And uh, and then he's been writing further, uh, you know, further further suggestions from the massive of of other records that might, uh, you know, might be included. 
under the Miss Sally's candle. It's a, it's a beautiful post, Prestonia, you know, all uh, uh, you know, all kudos to him. It's kind of, it's a sort of, it's an interesting issue, though, isn't it? You know, the, the kind of music magazines, and I suppose particularly weeklies like the NME, you know, they've always had to had to kind of pretend that there was more fresh excitement than there was a lot of the time. They, were, you know, I mean? they had to say, this is the new thing all the time. Well, it couldn't be all the time, could it? I looked at that post, and I, it's funny, because I, I just uh, sent away... Um, we just sent away the last uh, edition of, of, of... the current edition of Word, which is coming out in about a week. Or whatever. In it, there's a piece called The Test of Time, and it's about... You know, you've both contributed to it, and it's about um, every year... There's always a, a series of classic albums which still turn up in Rolling Stone's greatest albums of all time, you know. And every year, obviously, there are loads of records that are completely missed by the press, but actually just sound fabulous still. And I thought this was going to be the same thing. And it's not, actually. Uh, I mean, our thing is very much, you know, Frankie Goes to Hollywood's record was considered to be absolutely fantastic at the time. Welcome to the Pleasure Dome. But everyone missed, you know, it now sounds really dreary and, you know, out of focus. And everyone missed the concept, concept Angels or whatever it was. But the thing about this thing I thought was different was that it's not particularly the enemy getting behind records. It's the enemy, I think, getting behind bands. Yes. Isn't it? Because it's, yeah. it's, it's, you know, the people that were mentioned, like, people like Gomez, obviously a fabulous. Cooler Shaker, I think, are in there a lot. I think Gay, Gay Dad. Dad, exactly. Embrace. Star Sailor, I think, uh, feature more than once. Ultrasound, Ride, uh, The Neff as we must call the fields of the Nephilim. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's groups like that, that, that were the people, there's something else, I've completely forgotten who they were now. Uh, Bird, Bird, was it Birdland? No, there's a, there's oh, a Birdland, group, yeah. Birdland. When Radiohead came along, they were, they were considered to be a kind of a poor carbon copy of Birdland. And people go, well, who are Birdland in the first place? You know, those kind of groups that always appear on the enemy with, 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 with cover lines like Bleach for the Sky, because two of them had dyed hair. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I thought there was something slightly different there, because what they're, what they're capturing is, is, well, what you were talking about, which is the enemy's desperate enthusiasm for new, uh, new products and new, new entities, and not necessarily for records. And, and so they would have, because they were enthusing about the band, they would have ergo said that the record was a masterpiece too. But it was more the band they were interested in. Yeah. So I love the idea that these guys are going back and saying, look, I've still got my... <laughs> I've still got my receipt. You know, this is absolutely hoodwinked. You know it. Because, yeah, they, they were probably all about 16 at the time yeah. that they first came across it and, mm. uh, and were inclined to treat whatever the uh, whatever was the hot new thing as actually being the hot new thing. Yeah. You know, whereas when you get past a certain age, you realise it's not anymore, is it? But th- there is this kind of touching need to believe, isn't there? Completely. That, particularly in Britain. I don't think it happens anywhere else in the world because we've got... This tiny, rainy island with far too many groups in it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, and therefore That's the, a good point, because we're smaller than New York State, aren't we? So imagine there's that many groups in New York State. Yeah, you would think, you know... It, you just wouldn't... Yeah, I suppose it happened in the same way. Yeah. Uh, and therefore, because, you know, uh, your circulations of uh, papers and magazines have, have, have traditionally been bound up with this kind of thing, so if you get a kind of... You know, if you get a Sex Pistols, you know, phenomenon, everybody does well as a consequence. You get a Frankie Goes to Hollywood phenomenon. Completely. Everybody does well. You know, it takes people telly to does well. Everybody people does well. People turn the radio Gets on. loads of interest. And therefore, you have a tendency to pretend that's happening, even when it's clearly not. Well, of course, you don't find out it's not happened until afterwards, you know, when the, the Fabulous album or the Neff album or whatever exactly. is, uh, you know, is, is, is not moving at all. Ultrasound. But, uh, you I know, think this goes back to the stuff we've discussed before where you, we think you can't do that anymore. 
And you can't, you, you can't hype. You, you can't, can't hype. pretend something's happening. Because somebody goes isn't. on Facebook and says, they've only got 13 likes. Yes. <laughs> this is not a movement. It's very sad, isn't it, yeah. really? <laughs> but, it, no, absolutely true, because you know, Fabulous is a really good example, because a small number of, uh, mostly journalists, actually, assembled around Fabulous and agreed that, in a conspiracy, that Fabulous were going to be tremendous. And, and there was no way you could disprove them. Because you, somebody saying in the papers that Fabulous was the next big thing, you could not immediately click on something that allowed you any access to Fabulous. No, no, right. The only way you could do it is to go to a record shop, maybe they haven't got a record out no, but yet. the record didn't come out. No, the record's not out. And so the, the, that's the radio, a really good radio point. can't play it. You literally, unless you actually went to London and went to the club that James Brown or whoever was actually in... You and they wouldn't, wouldn't be, be able, playing anyway. And they wouldn't be playing, exactly, because they're trying to kind of keep a low profile at the moment. That's so a really little, interesting no. point, isn't you it? You couldn't... Because, because that you. was the time... That was the time, that period, that, that kind of window, when the media had these things to themselves, didn't they? Completely. You know, <laughs> you know it, it, it relates to one of my favourite, you know, my regular hobby horses, which is radio playing records three months before they come out. Yeah. <laughs> radio loves playing records three months before they come out because that's the only way you can hear them. Yeah. And therefore they rave about them because they've got them and you haven't. Yeah, the moment that's, you've got them, they will drop they, them like that. They've got no oh, interest brick. in it whatsoever. And so, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of fabulous template. And, and the other one, Seek, Seek, Sputnik. Oh, You know what I mean? Classic. There was a period of about, what was it, two and a half weeks? When <laughs> that was, they're going to be the next thing, the next big thing. Yep. They are the next big thing. Oh they're no, over. they're not. They're you know over. what I mean? It's all over. We can, we can kind of, you know, we, we, we can, you know, shovel soil on it. You know, after two and a half weeks, <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? We've but used there's it. Another, there's another thing that was, that happened very quickly. I can really remember that because there was a little thing. Was it Tony James? T- uh, Tony yeah, James yeah, yeah, going yeah, up with Janet Street Port at the time. I can remember seeing him not once but twice in one week in various clubs. Not that I was hanging around clubs like that all the time, but I happened to be in the places where the people like that were expecting to be mm. observed. And there he was. He was working hard. He was working very hard to get himself in the paper. What he wasn't doing uh, critically. He wasn't uh, sitting at home writing some songs no, and shipping sure. away. And, and, and an album was going to sort of have some kind of enduring quality. No, but the other thing, going back to the, the point about the press getting onto things, is when I was at the New Musical Express in it was seventy eight, seventy nine. I, I always felt that there was a brief period when you'd got them and you could enthuse about them, and they were still at that um, evolving. They're still in gestation, and you'd bought, or they, the band, had bought a month or so in which to catch up to expectations if that makes any sense, yeah, in yeah, which yeah. they could actually get better and get on it and edit themselves and, 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 and play every night in some little pub and so they were ready to play somewhere a bit bigger in a month's time when, when, when the public finally caught up with them. And in some, some cases that did happen. In some cases, a lot of cases, it didn't. Do, do you think it proves, though, that, um, that contrary to the popular, the popular cliché about music papers or music hacks or whatever is that they're very cynical. Well, yes, they are. But actually, they're also madly romantic and utopian. Why? Uh, Touchingly naive. (laughs) If you found a new group, and I've always, you know, I know you're the same, you know, that I've... I've always run a mile from that kind of thing because I'm not an A&R man. I can't tell you who's going to be big. I only know what I like. That's a different thing. But, you know, what happens is certain journalists, they come upon acts... And in order to to promote their personal agenda and their personal career or their standing within a title or a music station or on the telly or whatever, they overpraise 
whoever it is. Because yeah. there's no percentage in going along to an editorial meeting saying, do you know, I've heard this good... Quite they're good. quite good. Quite good. <laughs> you know, nobody's, nobody's going to take any notice of you. But Whereas if somebody goes along and says, this is going to change the world, everybody thinks, well, I'd like to believe that. You know, but then also, if it doesn't mean to change the world, then this person apparently is exactly, bathed yeah. in glory. Who was They're almost name I've forgotten who was champion Nirvana, introduced them on the radio. Oh, uh, Everett True. Everett True. Yeah, Everett True is probably even now sitting in a place lit, lit by a bear like bulb, actually, and sort of just still reminding the world, if he can, or probably tweeting about it right now, that he was the guy who, who sort of first but, I mean, that's, identified that's, Nirvana. That's a fact, isn't it? I mean, you make a programme about Nirvana, you go and inter- interview Everett True and, and say, tell us about the time you discovered Nirvana. Yep. That's it, but I mean, it's like what we're talking about with John Peel, isn't it? You know, yeah. John Peel discovered these groups and then you know, still managed to attach himself to the, their coattails thereafter. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, I think it's proven, you know, rock hacks are actually really romantic, you know, dewy dreamers. Dreamers. Yeah, dreamers. Utopian. <laughs> Chasing after a yeah. rainbow, <laughs> headed for Shangri La, yes. you know, and, and Rivendell. Expecting huge <laughs> things of acts who invariably let, let them down. Yeah, let them down appallingly okay. and desert them when they become successful. You've been listening to the free feed of the Word podcast. The full album length version is only available to subscribers to the magazine. To sign up and to hear the rest of this podcast, go to www.wordpodcast.co.uk.